Well, hello, hello, hello. It is I, Untamed, always blessed, never pressed, with no time for undue stress. Welcome to Untamed Territory, where we live drama-free with only positivity, serving that hot tea on the literary industry. And I want to welcome you guys to our second episode of Diamonds After Dark. And our discussions are real raw and so I am joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Miss Timeless V and Miss Petey. Hello, ladies. Good evening. Hi. Hello. Well, we are actually waiting for um, Keisha to join us today. She is our special guest. She was on and waiting for her to connect back on. So we'll give her just a few minutes. But tonight we're talking about the emotional ties of love and sex. Whoa, juicy. So Keisha is a life and sex coach, um, as well as an author, and she wrote a book entitled Just a Little Bit More. And I wanted her to be on, but we can go ahead and get started with that. Because what I noticed from her book, just common theme in a lot of like romance books and even erotica books with the storyline and just in life in general, there is an emotional tie between love and sex, you know, because a lot of times we can say, oh, we could just have sex and it's not emotional and it's not draining. But at the same time, there is you know, some type of emotion there. There time, you know, some people say the best time to have sex is when you're upset with your partner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, said, mm. <laughs> I, I won't lie. You know, <laughs> anger sex is a little good, you know, but <laughs> there, there are plenty of times when you're like, um, you know what? I don't want you to hear me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, well, what do you ladies feel about this? Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm an emer. Yeah, I just messed that up. Here's Miss PD again. <laughs> um, I'm an emotional person, so um, angry sex is it, it is it is great sex. That's no lie. But at the same time, it depends on what I'm angry about. <laughs> so, if it's some real bull, then I'm like, don't touch me. Leave me alone. But, you know, if it's some petty stuff or whatever, I'd be like, get your ass over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop speaking to you after, but right now, let, let's go. <laughs> Sex is, is emotional. I mean, I don't know how... Anybody can have sex and not have any type of emotion to it. I mean, I, I'm sure people can, but I think the ones that don't have any emotion there, they're repressing something. I think there's emotion there, but they really 
you know, keep it down. But I, because I can't see how you can have any type of sex and not feel something. You may not be in love with the person, but you're going to feel something. Right. Right. It goes hand in hand. As far and again, that's just my opinion, but um, that's how I feel about it. There's no way you can have that connection with somebody, body to body, and spirit to spirit. Whether you know it's a quickie or you know it's emotional or whatever it is, there's no way you can have that connection like that and not feel something. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, however, I will sit there and say that you know to emphasize on the whole like I said she said um, repressing something sex can be used as a void um, so yes you might not have any emotional ties to it to that person particularly but you're emotionally connected to somebody and mm-hmm. if you just happen to do random sex hey get your joy on um, however, <laughs> there is a, deep, a deeper connection with that. That's something that a person has to figure out for themselves, though. That's something that, you know, yeah. there are plenty of men and women that go into it with the mindset of this is all it's about is sex. Um, it's a very lustful thing, though. And I mean, Break honestly, down, who doesn't want, you know, who doesn't want that? And some people do it backwards. I'll say it like that. Some people do it backwards. Somebody, some people look at it as I'll have sex and then I'll have feelings for you. Um, and oftentimes that's when things really don't work out too well because, you know, we have an agreement like it's just about sex, but somebody somewhere has that, will get that emotion in it. And it's yeah. usually, yeah, no, that's not part of the plan. We got to do something about that. <laughs> Break I, it down. I'm down for, a, I'm down for angry sex. I'm, I'm down for angry <laughs> sex though. Yeah. <laughs> Angry sex. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Now, is this after an argument or is the sex just? Mm, this was after sex. argument. Type of, okay. Yeah. So you talking about makeup sex? <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Okay. There you yeah. Yeah, you don't necessarily make up though. You you know, you just want to get it on and then you go back to not speaking. Okay. <laughs> Getting those aggressions out. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, afterwards don't say Releasing nothing. To some you. tension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I would just this for just for me on that, instead of saying angry sex, I think that because communication is such an important factor in the bedroom and in a relationship period. Your sex is more intense without all of the anger because you put love back into the mix. Mm. Mm. So it becomes more passionate. So then if you want to call it angry and you hitting that that headball hard, then hey. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, and I was kind of, I, when I thought about this topic, I was thinking about, you know, the emotions your character, Chris, went through with um, Orlando and Nate in the book. If you would, please just, just tell the listeners a little bit about your book, just a little bit more. And, you know, 
let us know about that and we'll segue into her emotional because she was a very different person um with orlando than she was with nate and that is a very spicy book so i'll let you okay well bottom line um the relationship between orlando and carice was built on lies she didn't even know his full name he just told her what he was uh, called at home. And he had a habit of cheating, which a lot of men do. And she had a habit of accepting it, which a lot of women do. And she got so fed up until she created a whole different wing inside her house so she can have me time. And instead of creating something to get away from him and just leaving him, she created that me time and she got away and and she pushed herself into fantasy and she dreamed about this man every single night every single night until one day she walked into a diner and there he stood he picked her keys up off the floor and swept up swept her up off her feet and when she met him everything that she had pent up in her from the neglect from Orlando she was able to give to him but what she had to decide was was she going to step outside of her comfort zone and miss out on the opportunity that she's been dreaming about? Or was she going to stay in her shell and miss the opportunity of a lifetime? And she decided to step outside of her comfort zone and she got everything she wanted and more. So that's why it's called Just a Little Bit More. Mm-hmm. All right, now. <laughs> I mean, that, that's definitely relatable. You yeah. know? In real life, yeah. I think a lot of people go go through that. You kind of, you know, even if there's no cheating there, I kind of think that um, people get stale in their relationships sometimes, they and mm-hmm. yeah, and they start to they fantasize. Get comfortable. Yeah. yeah. They get comfortable. Mm-hmm. What happens is a lot of times, especially in long-term relationships, people get so comfortable, everything in life becomes routine, including sex. And mm-hmm. it becomes boring. And sometimes people are fr- afraid to tell the other person, hey, let's do something else because they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. And then then you do have the people who emotionally cheat. It's the same thing. Whether you penetrate mentally or penetrate sexually, it's the same thing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mental penetration to me is more deeper than an act of physical sex simply because you, because once you control a person's mind you got their body mm. sometimes people don't sit out that's that's why i say when people have sex for the first time are you really ready and if you're going to date somebody and you have sex while you're dating are you really ready for that and the thing is, people think the moment they have sex, they went into the next step of, of that dating phase, which they call a relationship. No, you're still dating, but you're dating with sex. And when you say that, you need to understand and be open with the other person to say, hey, are we both on the same level? Are we still dating with sex or did we transition into a relationship? And if you're the only person thinking that you're in a relationship and that other person just thinking, I'm dating you with benefits then you know you're starting off on the wrong foot. So I, that's why I always say communication is key. And that's why my little slogan is self-love from the bedroom <laughs> to the boardroom. 
and mm-hmm. all else in between self-love is key because if you don't love yourself you can't give love you can't accept love you don't understand love so it starts with you and keep in mind we we what the energy that we have within us is the energy that we're going to give off and we're going to attract whatever we have trapped inside of us that's dark that's what we're going to attract that's why sometimes you go in a cycle of finding the same man or finding the same woman over and over and over and still having those same problems repeatedly is because we have not fixed what we need to fix within us because and and that's the reason why we're going to continue to attract those people to us so once we give ourselves time to heal and deal with everything that we need going on with ourselves and learn to love ourselves forgive ourselves and also forgive the other person even if you don't get a sorry or I apologize in return you need to free yourself from your past in order to move on to a better future and that goes for every relationship from Again, the bedroom to the boardroom (laughs) and all else in between. And you know what? That is that is absolutely true because I will say this, and that's one thing that I actually spoke about um last weekend. It was, you know, before I met my husband, I had a couple of string of bad relationships. And I had to come to the point where I was like, you know what? Let me just do me. I have to be one with myself. I have to allow my husband to find me and you know just and take care of me take care of what I need to take care inside of myself so that I can be prepared for when God sends him my direction and that is very true because when you accept the fact that you have to be prepared for somebody because if you want somebody you got to be prepared for them too and absolutely um, when I had to prepare myself for my husband it was such clarity when he came to me, it was like, it was like I, I didn't know who my husband at the moment, but I knew he was the right person that I was supposed to be with at that time. And then that's the reason, you know, why I think a lot of people kind of go wrong when you say that, because like you said, you have to step back and you have to do a lot of forgiveness. You have to do a lot of self-reflection in order mm-hmm. for you to, to be able to be with someone else whether or not you're just you know in a relationship or even in a marriage but especially in a marriage but you go into a relationship you have to be at one with you because two broken pieces don't make a whole I, they said it all the time but two broken pieces don't make a whole two whole right. people make a great relationship <laughs> Right, which is why you don't put 50% of yourself into a relationship. It's 100%, 100%. But also remember that because we're human, we can't give 100% all the time. But that's when your spouse or your significant other steps in and and puts in that other piece or that other piece of puzzle of the piece. I'm saying it backwards, that puzzle piece (laughs) together again to make you whole. And that's why you're a unit. And when people think me, 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 and it's supposed to be we, it's never going to be a unit. You're Mm -hmm. never going to be a whole. And I think that a lot of people, people say, oh, I don't need a man for this. Or a a man was like, oh, I can do this by myself, right? Well, why do you want people if you don't need people for anything? Everyone, the bottom line of what we all are looking for and the the pursuit of happiness, happiness in life, happiness in your relationships, happiness, personal life, uh, business, whatever, we're all in the pursuit of happiness. And if you can't find that within yourself, you'll never be able to find that within anyone else. Why? Because you're going to always find fault in that person to blame them for something that you're feeling insecure about. So Mm. if you were in a relationship with four people, 
and that fifth person came to you with everything that you asked for, the only thing that you're going to see is the things that those other four people did to you because you never gave yourself time to heal. So that's why I say give yourself time to heal. Reflect on your life. Stand in your own stuff because sometimes you have faults in it. And even though we don't want to say, oh, I know I did that, even though he shouldn't have done that or she shouldn't have done that. I have a part in why this happened. Yeah. Sometimes we just allow it to continue to happen because we don't put our foot th- feet down and say, hey, these are my boundaries. Every relationship mm. should have boundaries, respect, boundaries, communication, because if you don't, the only thing that you're going to have in the end is hurt. We don't want to be hurt, but we're human and we're going to get hurt. But you can mend and repair that hurt when you communicate properly but if you don't know how to talk to yourself and you don't know how to recognize the truth within yourself you can never be truthful with anyone else oh my so god you are breaking yes, it down yes ma'am you know um pam i know you are also married and you know just what do you feel in regards to you know the top of what we're saying you know as far as healing yourself and bringing your whole self to the table and you know just being able to forgive and move forward with your life so that you can have happiness with with another person well my relationship with um before i married my husband was 20 years 20 years and it was up and down and roller coaster and everything you can imagine i've been through it but here's the thing when i got tired i mean i was always tired but i had the mindset of you know wanting to have you know our kids to have mommy and daddy together that was my mind frame and it got to the point where it's just like this makes no sense you know this makes no sense to continue to cycle you know to try to be together as a family you know for the kids but it's not healthy so once I made up my mind and said that's it and I walked that was it and to this day he and I we are still very good friends I have no animosity you know he can call on me I can call on him there is no animosity when I left him I had me time I wasn't trying to talk to anybody I wasn't looking for anybody it was my time to reflect on me and you know what happened? My husband found me. There you go. Absolutely. You go. Absolutely. And you know there what? You and you know what? God seen your struggle. Mm-hmm. God seen your struggle. Mm-hmm. God seen your heart. God understood your words. Whether you prayed to him in silence or you prayed to him out loud, he heard you. He felt you. And he knew it was time for you to transition to becoming who you are today. And he knew that when you married the man that you married, that man was going to give you everything that you ever dreamed of and more. Uh, and, so, and, you know, you found your Nate. You found your Nate. Okay, Carice? <laughs> you found your Nate. Yeah, and you know, found your Nate. Like I said, you were, you were able to become so many more things that you ever thought you could do in your oh, lifetime. Because you battled, you battled. Whatever you battled, I don't, I don't know your battle, but I know the typical battles of a long-term relationship because mm-hmm. I've been one. I, I've been with my husband for thirty years. We've been mm-hmm. married for twenty years. Wow. I know the battles and 
downs of the relationships and the compromises and all of that good stuff, the good, the bad, the ugly, destroyed, everything, the devil, how he steps in red and acts like he's God and he teaches you stuff that you think you're learning for God and you turn around and it's pure evil, learned mm-hmm. it, been there, done that, prepared myself, healed, testified to God, stand and I'm still walking. Okay, oh, yeah. so mm. when, I, when I say, honey, you found your Nate, you found your name because you were able to step outside of your comfort zone and when you're in a a, a long-term relationship that is your comfort zone yes, you're afraid indeed. to be on the other side you were mm-hmm. afraid to open up your mouth and say you know what i want out your heart is saying please god just give me the courage to say i want out but you can't because yes. you want what you want what so many people don't have is a, a solid relationship for their family with your children mm-hmm. and when you have that hurt we don't realize as parents when we have children even though we don't mention it to the kids they know we're suffering in pain oh, and yeah. a lot of times they know that we're suffering because of them and we're put, we're putting that adult burden on the children and they don't deserve it but we don't know we think we're hiding everything from kids because we just don't know we are a cycle of what we see and we recycle what we see and when you learn better you do better and that's what you did and that's why today you and your ex can be friends and i always say to people they say an ex is an ex for a purpose well in some cases yes an ex is an ex for a purpose but not in every case because every relationship does not end on bad terms sometimes you just don't work sometimes you just grow apart but that doesn't mean that you cannot remain friends now for me i believe that how is it okay for hollywood to marry 50 of the same people they all hang out in the party they all sleep together <laughs> and they all drink together and they come back I'm like hey how you doing and no real animosity but in real life the real real reality we have to be exes and oh i see you walking down the street i can't speak and you know bad blood this really you know honestly if you're honest about yourself yes go ahead honey no i was just gonna say i feel like if you if you have that in you you're harboring something i don't have time to harbor right i don't have time to try to look pitiful i don't have time to to play the victim i just don't right once you make the decision to move away then you then it should be done. Like you Absolutely. said, whether you get a sorry and apology, it doesn't matter. And at the end right. of the day, when you have kids with somebody, you're going to always be connected to that person because even Absolutely. when you grow, there's going to be celebrations and everything else where you guys are going to have to be in the same room. You know what I mean? Right. You're right. going to come grandchildren and everything. You guys are going to be connected forever when you right. separate. Right. So why, why do I walk around being bitter and pet? That's, that's, it serves me no purpose at all. Right, right, and you right. know what? When Keisha, when you're talking, I can, I can see your her, your character all in everything you were saying because <laughs> just one of the things you know, her, the guy that she was with originally was Orlando, and she, you know, she fell for him. It was hard, it was fast, and Orlando was a player. He's a smooth talker, and you know, he had the money, he had the this and the that. And she was just so unhappy. Like, she had gotten to the point where she would have a headache when he would even try to touch her, you know, at all. And he he, he prided himself on being this, you know, this guy who could give all of this great love into a woman and just put it down. And then when she meets Nate, 
you see this total different vixen with all of these different fantasies just come alive but yes because he awakened everything within yes they she needed from the cookie from the cookie to the brain honey exactly you know she had this one relationship with the guy you know everything on the outside looking in everything that everyone would think that you would want and need it's like when you have it in him but she's like no because i know he's a dog for one and i know that he really you know she had to come with the terms that he really didn't love me he just loved what he felt he could do for me and felt that i should just appreciate it and so many women get stuck in that it is just like he was basically like his thing with her was, well, I'm cheap because you're not, you know, sexually available to me. And she's like, well, I'm not sexually available to you because I'm missing X, Y, Z over here from you. And he, he was stuck in the, well, I got you the house and I got the money and I have the career, you know, so you should be happy. And it's like, right. nope, nope, nope. Well, V, did, you know, have you ever been in any type of relationships like that where you just felt like okay I'm, I'm not doing I'm not doing this I'm not here for this at all <laughs> oh most definitely for me I'm a big believer in soul ties um and when I recognize these things I have a tendency I know and you know yeah we're commenting on being friends after the fact and that's great for you to be able to be friends with your ex but it's also can be dangerous if you don't recognize the space that you're in um uh, for for me, I was with someone for a very long time, and I put up with a lot because I felt like, on the long term of things, this is what couples do. This is what relationships are about. Not realizing how unhealthy it was, because in my mind, it was always me. Um, so it was uh, maybe I'm being too picky. Maybe I my standards are too high. Maybe they're. You know, I, I was finding little things as to why it was my fault as to why I wanted to give up. Um, then I realized how unhealthy that was for me. So I began to move away and it, and it really worked out for me. But then I realized that we couldn't be friends. And that was a really pivotal moment for me because I didn't realize how much I was still holding on to a feeling that really wasn't there. Not even a feeling, a fantasy. That's the best way to put that. I was holding on to a fantasy. So I'll never forget we sat down, we got together one night, and the disconnect was evident. If I had not experienced that, I still would have been in that fantasy of it. Um, and I realized we couldn't be friends because it was a soul tie there that needed to be severed, but I held out. Um, and I really want to ask the question, present the question to you ladies. For those that, when you guys were talking about the book, it's very, it's very important to have that self-reflecting and understanding yourself but what do you say to those ladies that don't understand that they haven't taken the time to really self-reflect so they go from one to another you know that old saying the best way to get over one man is to get under another um so when they don't take that time to self-reflect so they miscommunicate with themselves like she Mm -hmm. went from orlando they're not communicating at all with themselves correct Uh, 
it's not a miscommunication it is a non-communication mm-hmm. okay because in in a sense of women and men both who go in that complete circle continue that circle and keep doing it over and over and over is because they're never giving themselves a chance to breathe a lot of people are afraid of being lonely they're afraid yep. of be and and, and 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 you know what that stems from it stems from abandonment issues from children mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if i don't consistently have someone in my life then i felt left alone and no one cares for me so no matter what if that person is being bad to me I'll endure it and I'll like you just said I'll make up excuses of why I'm staying I'll make up those excuses I'll blame myself instead of blaming that person and if you don't love yourself you won't recognize the signs that God has given you to take a step back and reevaluate you because once you learn how to love yourself, your pers- your perspective and your perception is going to change. You're going to see the world completely different. Your mind is clear. Your eyes will see things that you never dreamed that you could see. Why? Because you allowed yourself to love yourself and open up your heart to a different world. Not a world of hurt, but a world of love. And then that's when you're going to, you have no other choice but take to take that step back because it's going to hit you so hard until it's going to push you back and you're going to sit back and you're going to look at that other person through different eyes and everything that you didn't see before you will see because now you have clarity and that's a lot of things a, a lot of things that's going wrong with people is because they don't give themselves a chance they're just constantly going 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 until they burn out and then sometimes when people burn out, they feel like they can never recover. And then that, that's when they be like, I'm never going to love no one again. I'm never getting married again. I don't want no boyfriend. I'm just going to be with women. I'm going to do, do this. And, you know, they're all over the place. But they never, gives them, they never give themselves a chance. And I think that if we understand that we're human, we make mistakes and we are not our past and we're not our parents or whoever raised us. Because a lot of times we are who we are or we become our parents and don't realize that the ups and downs that we've seen our parents go through those are the same ups and downs that we absorbed into us and we're going to do the same thing and it's not that your parents are bad or we as parents are bad we're only doing what we were taught Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. sometimes you don't recognize you think that you're doing everything right and it could be wrong and it's no fault of yours like again it's it's a it's taught or learned behavior so when you mimic that behavior you're going to go in circles and again you're going to attract those same people so you'll attract your father so if you have an absentee parent in your life you're going to attract that person to you and that person is going to hurt you because you're searching for the love or the 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 abandonment that you got that's what you're that's who you're attracting and that person in your life is going to continue to walk out on you until you say stop i can't do this anymore you, you, you have to set self boundaries at some points you have to be willing to say you know what yeah Let enough is stop. enough enough is enough what about me Let yeah me, what about myself you have yep. to reflect and say okay what is it that I need and what I'm actually looking for and what am I offering to someone else you have to take that time but overall to- what are you offering to yourself exactly and what you know what am I gonna accept what do I need what do I want right you know you yeah. have to 
take that time and ask those questions. Well, Keisha, I'm going to allow you to, you know, to since we talked about your book, we're going to re- let you read a snippet from the book, you know, <laughs> just to give everybody a little taste of what it's about. So, okay. Give us a little snippet okay. of the book. Okay. Well, I'm just going to start here. Each night, each night he entered her dreams. When he sweat, his droplets on his caramel skin looks like honey. His muscular toned body was just the right thickness and his package, mm, just the right size. Tonight's dream took place in a tunnel. The continuous sound of running water and haze, foggy steam misting through the air and with the background gave off a ambiance. It was dark, but even though it was dark, they can still see everything clearly. Their eyes met as she listens to her iPod. She, she, she mouths the words to her favorite song from D'Angelo. He watched her every syllable, hoping that it would be the words to invite him in. His eye says, yes, I want you, but his mouth doesn't move. Her body says yes, but she's hesitant and never utters a word. He is her mystery man, her fantasy. She finally, she finally breaks her silence and says, hello. He responds, hello, in a sexy masculine voice. She suddenly realized that she wanted to make her first move. Her curiosity was killing her and her body ached for his touch. Everything about this man was sexy. His scent was an aphrodisiac. She yearned for his sweet, moist lips to touch hers. Inside and inside and outside. She moved closer to him never removing her eyes from him. He stood there looking like D'Angelo standing on a high pedestal. She was still listening to her iPod. All she could hear was the background music of the title, How Does It Feel? Creating that sexy vibe. She wanted him to slide her hands up and down her body. She wanted to taste him. She circled him wearing only five inch stiletto silver heels, perfume, and a smile. She dreamed about this man every single night until she walked into that diner, honey. And when she found him, D- I said, D'Angelo, good Lord. <laughs> that was a fraudulent slip. I said, D'Angelo. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I just said, D'Angelo. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So maybe my mind went somewhere else. Yeah, okay. Well, that's okay. Let, let's go back to the book. <laughs> your own fantasy, uh huh. Well, wait a minute. I mean, should I make myself blush? Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, did I step into my own experience? I said it's the EK experience, but did I walk and open up the door to Pandora's box? <laughs> wait a minute. When I said he's standing on a when he's standing on a pedestal, I mean I started keep in mind I started reading from my uh, website because I have an excerpt on my website and his face is on the website, so you know my mind traveled just a little bit. You listen, I mean you know I you know I almost had to take the sweater off here. Okay. Listen, okay, well, I'm just going to say that honestly with him, his music allowed me, because he had some angry music on his voodoo voodoo, uh, CD, I vibed through that entire CD writing my book. 
and I had D'Angelo and my Moscato whatever hat I needed to put on to create the mood for that character and uh, I know I've mentioned this to Untamed before if I got really into those characters sometimes it would make me cry when I was writing the hurt that Carice was feeling reason why is because I was feeling the pain of women telling me or things that I've experienced in my past and I put it all into Carice and then when I was talking about uh, when I was talking about Orlando Everything that I've heard and seen and witnessed, I put into him and I would get so angry with my own character because I knew that he was a real person and I wanted him to be mm. felt in his energy. I wanted it to be real. And Nate was every woman's fantasy because every woman wants a, a man to nurture her, to, to comfort her, to protect her. But sometimes... We are afraid to step out of our comfort zone and give it a try. And she just so happened. She got a little push. I'm not going to say she didn't get a little push. She did get a little push. But the moment she opened up her heart, unwillingly opened up her heart, because his love was just that deep. You know, sometimes you can meet somebody and know that person is your soulmate from the moment you look or lay eyes on them. And that's exactly what happened. Her little fantasy turned into reality for her. And like Orlando, he had money and so did Carice. But the only thing that she was looking for was love. And you can't put a price tag on that because if that is the case, you go broke looking for it. You go broke looking for love. So it doesn't make a difference how much money you have in the world. When you're looking for something specific, you have to get it. And when it is love, you have to find it from the inside. And when you find someone else that can connect and bring that love and make it whole, honey, that's fire. That's fire, and that's an unbreakable bond that I don't care who it is and what they look like and what they're doing and how much they make, they'll never break that bond. Once a man and a woman connect soulfully, heartfully, when they connect from the inside out, there's an unbreakable bond right there. Nothing but the Lord can take that away. Absolutely. Well, ladies, that is our time for tonight with this Diamonds Out the Dark. I wish you had more time to get into this stuff because it is one that is it's fun topic but it's also one that's definitely needed because there's a lot of females out here who really need to hear it but Keisha right. I want you to Most drop definitely. your social media so listeners can know how to connect with you and then ladies if you all after her will drop yours so they'll know how to connect with you okay well I'm on Instagram and I'm the E.K. Cove E.K. K-O-V-E the E.K. brand and that's E.K. B-R-A-N-D and also 50 Shades of Success where we empower women from the bedroom to the boardroom, honey. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Miss PD, Poetic Designs. I'm on Instagram. My personal page is Poetic Designs 1 and my business page is Poetic Designs Gifts and Desserts. And I, Timeless V, is located on Instagram, Timeless Everything. Um, and you can also catch me on Twitter. I'm getting back into the swing of things with Twitter with um, Soul Sister underscore 101. And I just want to add one more thing, sorry. I am also I am also on Twitter, the EK Experience, and I'm also on Twitter under 50 Shades of Success. 
Okay. And I am Untamed. I am on Instagram at Author Untamed. I am on Twitter. If you type in Author Untamed, it'll come up. So it is I, and I'm on Facebook at Author Untamed. So basically, if you put it Author Untamed on any social media, it is I. Who <laughs> 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 will pop up? Well, you guys, I have so much to join tonight. You know, I love, love, love when we have this segment. I love the empowerment of tonight. And Keisha, I want to thank you so much for joining us and giving us some great advice on love and sex and relationships. And you are welcome. Thank you so much. Well, if you guys would like to donate to the podcast, visit anchor.fm forward slash author dash untamed and click on the donate button. If you would like ad space, please send an email to authoruntamed1 at gmail.com. And as always, ladies, it has been a pleasure to be here with you and to host with you. I love this time and it's my favorite time of the week. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pleasure and a purpose. A pleasure and a purpose. A pleasure and a purpose. Man, that was everything. (laughs) Yes, pleasure and a purpose. Look, you gonna be you gonna be the quarter of the day tomorrow, honey. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, right. Yes, giving that experience on a Friday. Pleasure and a purpose. Happy Friday. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running with it. I'm running with it. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. <laughs> Well, you guys, we will see you all on Thursday, November the 15th at the 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time hour. And until next time, you ladies remain untamed and keep it out the dog. <laughs> Always. Good night. I, good good night.